no matter what is going on in the world in america in asia in uganda in africa in china only god has the power to fight and win i speak over you this play will not take your life we came to inject faith into you not fear i said this play will not take your life your amen can be loud i do not take your life in the name of jesus hallelujah i'm so happy to be with you again today and i want to appreciate god for the privilege to speak to you every week every thursday hallelujah and i'm so happy that this program has been a blessing to you you know some of you have been reaching us through text messages coming practically some calling for prayer for cancer for deliverance i'm so happy and i know that god will do much more today i remain your host pastor john larayeton the senior pastor of open doors christian center on Ada george road in portacot hallelujah today we want to look at something that is needed by everybody something you really need something that is bigger than your efforts but something that is bigger than human connections something that is bigger than your righteousness something that is bigger than your prayer something that is bigger than your kingdom service and everybody needs it what is it called mercy hallelujah i pray that you will enjoy the mercy of god the mercy of god will flourish in your life beyond your understanding in the name of jesus god will show you his mercy in the name of jesus can i tell you no one comes to know the things of god by mere study and self-effort no god reveals himself only through the, the medium of mercy and i pray you will enjoy the medium of god's mercy the medium of mercy is the secret that terminates human struggles. Mercy is greater than your struggles. Mercy is greater than your prayer. Mercy is greater than human connection. Mercy is greater than self-effort or self-righteousness. Hallelujah. You need the mercy of God. I want to look at the book of 2 Samuel chapter 24 quickly. I will read verse 14. And David said to God, I am in great distress. I'm in trouble. Please let us fall into the hand of the Lord. For his mercies are great. But do not let me fall into the hand of man. Why did David say this? David counted the people. And God did not tell him to count the people. He counted the people. What they call censors. He counted the people. Now, he was winning war, mighty things were happening. So, he thought the population of young people, the population of Israel, was the one responsible for this, the large population. So, he counted the people, and God was angry. And God said, well, I will hand you over to men to punish you. You know, you'll be punished by men. But he said, no, I don't want this. I want to fall into the hand of God. Because it's mercies are great. God's mercies are great. Hallelujah. In spite of your struggles, mercy will speak for you in the name of Jesus. You will rise on the wing of mercies. You need the mercy of God. Mercy is not tied to what you have done. Mercy is tied to what he has done for you. I pray that God will show you his mercy. The Bible says it is of the Lord's mercy 
that we are not consumed because his compassion faileth not. God is the grand master of mercy. Mercy is God's ministry to the miserable. Are you miserable? Nothing is working in your life. You are downcast. You are depressed. Just cry for mercy. And at the end, I will be speaking over you. I'll be praying for you. You have labored and labored and nothing is working. Cry for mercy. You have committed sins and people are running away from you. You can cry for mercy. No matter what you have done wrong in life, mercy can settle it. Mercy can close the chapter of the past. Mercy can close the chapter of unrighteousness. Mercy can close the chapter of human accusation. Mercy can close the chapter of bad things that you have done in the past. Mercy is not end. It is a gift from God. It's one of the blessings Jesus purchased on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. One breakthrough of mercy exceeds two years of prayer. We live in a world where people trust their prayer more than mercy. I'm not saying prayer is not good. I pray. But I want to beg you that is something you need to cry for. What is it? The mercy of God. God is the grand master of mercy. May God show you his mercy in the name of Jesus. In God's garden of mercy, even a broken tree can bear fruit. Hallelujah. I don't know where you are coming from. I don't know what they are saying about you. I don't know the challenges facing you. I came to announce to you, as from today, you will enjoy the mercy of God. I don't want to know how bad your past has been, but you will enjoy the mercy of God. In God's garden of mercy, even a broken tree can still bear fruit. Can I announce to you, you will enjoy the mercy of God. Mercy will speak in your life in the name of Jesus. Man may have written you off, but I want to announce to you, when mercy steps in, those who have written you up will begin to look up to you. You need the mercy of God. I don't know the chapter of your life that has been messed up, but mercy can rewrite your story, can rewrite your chapter. In fact, mercy can give you a new book, write a new book about you. I don't know what you are going through right now, but mercy will speak for you in the name of Jesus Christ. What is the meaning of mercy? Number one, it is God showing you compassion. God showing you kindness. God show you compassion, which man cannot show to you. What's the meaning of mercy? It is God showing you pity. Oh my God, what is happening to me? And suddenly he steps in to show you pity. What is mercy? It is God's goodwill toward the afflicted, joined with a desire to help them. Hallelujah. You see, God can send people to help you. People are looking for you. They are searching for you. Where is he? And I love this guy in the Bible, blind Bartimaeus. He cried for mercy. In the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 46, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. He didn't say, I am righteous. I pray. I fast more than others. He didn't behave like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Oh my God. 
have mercy of me. What a prayer of humility. What a prayer of submission. Have mercy on me. You have killed before. You have committed terrible things before. You can cry for mercy. God is the grand master of mercy. He will show you mercy in the name of Jesus. God will show you mercy in the name of Jesus. It is a divine force that compels God to do something about your case. As you are hearing me right now, I want God to do something about your case. That's your marital case. That's your professional case. That's your financial case. The problem where you walk, you are hearing me right now. There are challenges in the family. I want mercy to step in. I want mercy to compel God to do something about your case. No matter what you are going through, mercy is a force. It's a spiritual force. And God uses this force, this divine force, to make something happen for you. Hallelujah. It compels God to do something about your case. That is what mercy can do. It's a divine force that compels God to do something about your case. I want to beg you, don't think that God has forgotten you. Don't think that you are not important to God. Just cry for mercy. I have discover that mercy can settle any human problem in life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? His mercy can close the chapter of your ugly past. Mercy can open a bigger chapter for you. Mercy can change your life. Can change the chapter of your life that has been messed up by sin, that has been messed up by bad character, bad attitude. Mercy can settle it. Mercy is what you need. You don't need depression. You don't need to worry about your past, how things have been, how things are difficult for you. The grand master of mercy is God. Don't forget in God's garden of mercy even a broken tree can bear fruit. I love to say this. Mercy cancels judgment. It is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. Hallelujah. The Bible says, no matter what is going on, his mercy endureth forever. What does it mean? Mercy is a constant factor in the life of every man in this world. Just lay hold on mercy. Hallelujah. There is nothing lost that cannot be recovered by mercy. There is no, you know, garment, no matter how bad, how filthy the garment is, that cannot be changed. He will turn your ashes into his beauty. Hallelujah. Mercy will step in in Jesus' name. You see, the journey to greatness can be very difficult. Outside of the mercy of God. You want to be great? Everybody wants to be great. But the journey to greatness can be very difficult. Outside of the mercy of God. We live in a world where people boast about their righteousness. They boast about how good they are. They boast about how good their prayer life is. Oh, I pray more than you. I fast more than you. But they have forgotten. That it's not of him that will it, nor run it. It's of the Lord that shows mercy. 
Hallelujah. So, stop boasting about your righteousness. Stop boasting about how good you have been, how long you have been in the church, how you fast, how righteous you are, how you do everything, how you read Bible. It's good to do all this, but there is something greater than this. What is it? Mercy. Mercy. It cancels judgment. Hallelujah. So the journey to greatness can be very difficult outside of the mercy of God. There is still time for God's mercy. God is still willing to show you his mercy. God hates pride. Look at blind Bartimaeus. He didn't say, well, I've been blind. I've not, the lust of eye is not there. I've not been committing sin with my eye. You see God, you say, I'm so righteous. I'm so good. I've been blind for years. I've not, what others do? The sins those who see commit, I don't commit it. So I am better than them. No, he had good excuses to command miracles or to attract the attention of Jesus. He didn't say, well, I'm blind. If I look at what they do, I'm not doing it. Look at the sins, the lust of the eyes. I don't do it, but he said, look, just accept me the way I am. Your mercy. Have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. Are you ready to cry for mercy today? Mercy will speak for you in the name of Jesus. God is not just merciful. God is rich in mercy. You will see this in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 5. When mercy is at work, God is at work. Anywhere you see mercy at work, it is Jehovah that is at work. And can I tell you, Jehovah will be at work in your life. Mercy takes care of the past, while grace takes care of the future. There are two different things. Mercy takes care of the past, grace takes care of the future. Because some of us, <laughs> our past is terrible. Our past is ugly. Our past does not attract the blessing of God. Our past is polluted with sin. Our past is poisoned with sin. Our deeds in the past. Oh my God. Terrible. But God looks at your past with mercy. I cancel your past. I cancel whatever you have done wrong. And as from today, begin to enjoy my grace. So, mercy takes care of the past. Why grace takes care of the future. Quickly, what are the characteristics of mercy? God's mercy brings forgiveness. Sin is a relationship breaker. Our sin is great, but God's mercy is greater. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad about this? Our sin is great, but God's mercy is greater. Your very best, your absolute best is not enough to please God. What's the meaning? God will not treat us as our sins deserve. If you have found a way to live a perfect life, you don't need mercy. <laughs> I've not found a way to live a perfect life. Hallelujah. No human being is perfect, but God has standard. But let me tell you, I don't strive to be perfect. I strive to improve myself every day. If you have found a way to be perfect, you don't need mercy. But let me tell you, we all need mercy. We all have our weaknesses. God's mercy knows no limit. No. God's mercy is available to all. Everybody. You are educated, you are not. No matter where you are coming from, black, white, God's mercy is available to all. As I'm talking now, you can lay hold on God's mercy. God's mercy is guaranteed. Hallelujah. God's mercy can change your life. Hallelujah. There are 
three must of mercy. Don't forget three must. We must see our need of God's mercy. For mercy to step in, you must accept the need. Or you must see mercy as a fundamental requirement. I need it. If you don't need it, it's not going to come. We must see our need of God's mercy. No matter how good you are, how long you have been in the church, I've read the Bible cover to cover. I want to tell you, please, I'm a leader in the church. I'm a pastor, founder of a church. I've been the Lord. I have so many titles. I'm not talking about it. You must see the need for God's mercy. I love people. I take care of people. You must see the need for God's mercy. I sing in the church. If I'm the best singer, you must see the need for God's mercy. Hallelujah. Until you see the need for God's mercy, you will not attract mercy. Number two, we must appeal to God's mercy. It must be the central point of our prayer. Every day, don't leave your house without crying for mercy. Look at Job, a great man. Job will make sacrifice on behalf of his sons and daughters. Per adventure they have seen, God have mercy on them. Because they were blessed, he will plead on behalf of his son intercessive prayer and cry for mercy. Hallelujah. So we must appeal to God's mercy. What do you appeal to? Don't behave like the Sadducees who derive joy in celebrating their righteousness. Comparing themselves with people. I am better than that. I am better than this person. No! Every day, the mercy of God must be a central point in your prayer. God, I thank you for your mercy every day. I want to appreciate you. You are showing my wife mercy, my husband's mercy, my children mercy. God, we thank you. Don't say you are better than others. If you say that, then pride is at work and not humility. But number three, we must proclaim God's mercy. Proclaim it. Tell the land what God has done for me is by his mercy. I don't deserve it. It is mercy that rewrote my life, not righteousness. Hallelujah. I'm not saying you should not be righteous. No, but don't attribute your success to your effort, to what you are doing. Prayer is good, but don't attribute God. It's your mercy that made me what I am today. Tell the land, community, tribe, relatives, friends, neighbors, town. The more you proclaim God's mercy, the more you receive more mercy. Hallelujah. Proclaim it. Let people know. You are sharing testimony in the church. Oh, I did this. I am so smart. No. God is your mercy. You are a pastor. It's your mercy. If you enjoy the favor of God, it's the mercy of God. It's you. Your home is stable. It's your mercy, God. I thank you. Let people know that mercy is a recurrent decimal in your life. It's a constant factor in your life. That you don't joke with it. That you, you have never knelt down and said, well, it's my prayer. It's my effort. It's my intelligence. It's my certificate. No, that is where pride begins. It's the mercy of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's going to help you. You know what? God will now begin to do more for you in the name of Jesus. As I round up, I want to ask you, do you need the mercy of God? I need it. I've been enjoying it, but I still want it. I want it in a greater dimension. You will have the mercy of God in the name of Jesus. 
It is divine acceptance against human rejection. That is the mercy of God. You see, in life, sometimes, the best does not receive the best. And I can prove it to you. When blind Bartimaeus was crying, he was not the only person there. Some people were there, you know, without deformity. They could see. No, they were not a handicap. They were not on wheelchair. But Jesus did not attend to them. He attended to a blind man. If I don't forget, they even felt they were more qualified to command the attention of Jesus. They told him to keep quiet. Sometimes in this world, the best does not receive the best. We can be at the same level, but God's mercy puts us in a class. We are on the same level. <laughs> but when the mercy of God comes, he puts you in a different class. Can I talk to you? Can I pray for you? As I round up, I pray that you will receive the mercy of God in the name of Jesus. What enemies want you to be, I pray mercy will disappoint them in the name of Jesus. Mercy will give meaning to your life in the name of Jesus. By the mercy of God, I silence all your adversaries in the name of Jesus. Your journey to greatness shall not be difficult by the mercy of God. You will not meet Nobody will meet you at the place of judgment. They will meet you at the place of mercy. I pray that mercy will cancel your errors in the name of Jesus. Mercy will execute righteousness and justice for you in the name of Jesus. Those who want you dead, condemned, sentenced, I pray they shall be disappointed. Mercy will speak for you. God will hack it to your voice and give you a testimony. I'm going to stop here today. And I pray that the mercy of God will give you a testimony. You will not end your life where you are. I pray that mercy will put you in a different class, higher than the others, in Jesus' name. I can't stop without giving you opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Listen to me. This message is for everybody. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it will be difficult for you to enjoy the mercy of God. The mercy of God will put you in a different class. And it doesn't take a long time. It doesn't take one day prayer and fasting to identify or to belong to the family of Jesus. It requires a decision. Can you just make a decision now and say, Lord Jesus, I'm tired of sin. I'm tired of going my way. I'm tired of doing things my way. I've been told that mercy comes from you and it is for your children. As from today, I want to be one of your children. I want to identify with your family. I want to be my father. I want to garrison me. I want to begin to control me. I want to be your child. If you are serious and you mean it from your heart, you now make a U-turn. I'm not going back to the old life again. As from today, I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. Look for a Bible-believing church where you'll be taught the word of God. Not where you'll be deceived. Where you can grow join baptismal class or foundation class and begin to grow and they'll begin to teach you god's word step by step if you can't find anyone where you live please come to open doors christian center i can show you you'll be touched the word of god hallelujah where is open doors christian center on other judge road opposite a magistrate in my form we have three services the first service is 7 30 a.m the second service is 9 a.m. and the third service is 10.30 a.m. Wednesday, 
we meet at 5.30 in the evening where we do a systematic teaching of God's word. And guess what? Opportunity will be given to you to ask questions every Wednesday. And on Friday, tomorrow is turning point service. 8 a.m. in the morning, we encourage people to come fasting. It's a prayer program. We will have time to cancel you, to talk to you. One on one, you want to see me off. Many people have come through this radio program and we are expecting you to come tomorrow, 8 a.m. You just come, come with faith, come expectant. God is going to meet you at the point of your need. Hallelujah. So we are expecting you tomorrow at 8 a.m. Praise God. So if this program has been a blessing to you, please let us know. Reach out to us, call us, send messages to us, and invite your friends also to be part of this program. I'm going to stop here today. I remain Pastor John Larayeton, the senior pastor of Open Doors Christian Center on Ada George Road in my Fort Portacourt. Hallelujah. I will be with you again the same time, the same station on Thursday. God bless you. you have been blessed by this message you can worship with us at open doors christian center number 121 at judge road open doors bus stop mile 4 rumewe port harcourt service days sundays three park park services first service 7 30 a.m second service 9 a.m third service 10 30 a.m Youth Church, 1 p.m. You can meet with Pastor John Larietan one on one every Friday at a turning point program, 8 a.m. or call the numbers 0809 778 9696 or 0816 570 0528 or 0809 814 1156. Again, 0809 778 9696 or 0816 570 0528 or 0809 814 1156. Visit our website at www.opendersfamily.org. God bless you.